My name is Jim Preston. I'm the Director of Business Development for Faux. We're the maker of the world's first eye-tracking VR headset, and we're announced here at CES 2017. Uh, we are shipping to our Kickstarter backers and to our pre-order customers uh, this month. So we're, we're really excited to finally come to market. How long has this been in development? Uh, well, it's actually been in development since 2014, since we had our first uh, Kickstarter uh, headset. So we were actually, um, a Kickstarter campaign, I should say. We actually had the second most successful Kickstarter campaign. And uh, since then, uh, we've been working really hard on the headset. And um, yeah, it's been about two years. So we're shipping it this month. I'm just talking with some guy that you're know, concentrating on big uh, enterprise clients, not, not necessarily mass consumer. That's right. It looks like in the early stages of, uh, at least of this generation of VR, we're not seeing the kind of consumer adoption uh, that we expected so far. And instead, we're seeing markets show up in places like Asian-based internet cafes. Um, there's quite a few of those that are showing up. We're showing up. We're seeing a lot of interest from China, South Korea, Japan, also here in North America as well. And theme parks like Disney or Universal or The Void out in Utah. So they're very much interested in, in very specific headsets, especially with eye tracking. Other areas where we're seeing interest is in enterprise uh, around consumer insights. So companies that like to bring together uh, consumers with retailers, whether it be someone like Nike or Audi, and they want to create an actual real environment, but they want to sort of take users through that environment first. And what do they notice and what are they looking at in order? So there's a tremendous sort of appetite for that type of analytics, and so we're partnering uh, with those sort of companies. And lastly, there's the medical field. Uh, we're seeing a lot of interest in medical researchers and sort of cutting edge uh, medical communities that want to do things around like palliative care, pain reduction, or things around eye care, uh, strabismus and like lazy eye and, and, and those sort of pathologies that can be treated in some kind in some cases identified early on through eye tracking. So we're talking to a lot of medical researchers and academics as well. Can I can I ask you to do that more? You do I just need to do this one to get some play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are you okay without the glasses? soldier you should feel very much in focus and very clear whereas if you look beyond him he goes out of focus. That's the depth of field. That's what simulated depth of field looks like. Foveated rendering is we're only rendering what you're directly looking at. In this case everything in green is what's being fully rendered. Where we, see, we can see at the, the periphery of his vision it's much lower resolution. In fact I can stop it for him so inside the headset he can look around at the edges and we can see what lower resolution it looks like. It's really both of these things together. 
is where the real savings on the GPU is. Because we have, the GPU can draw fewer pixels, because it really is only drawing to 100% exactly what the user is looking So from this side, it feels very crisp and very clear, and it doesn't realize uh, just how much of a savings it is on the GPU. So I'm going to go ahead and move them to the next demo. Again, do you see the white dot? Do you see the white dot? Yep. Okay. Can you look at the start? It's dripping a little bit. But hopefully as quickly as you can look at them, it looks like it's jumping around a little, like it might have a little bit of drift, but overall it looks pretty accurate. So this is the fastest you've ever interacted with a machine. Pretty much as quickly as you can think, you can interact. This is less than 30 milliseconds. It's better than one degree accuracy. So it's incredibly fast and incredibly accurate. And hopefully it feels very natural and very intuitive. Nice. Seven ten, great job. I'm gonna do one oh, more. Shit. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, I'll do one. Yeah, you shot the I'll do one more demo for you. This is basically an analytics demo. This is done by our partners at Cognitive VR, and so this is sort of a, a simulated retail experience. Tracking your eyes okay? Well, a little bit. Uh, it's drifted down? Yeah. That seems that way. I might have to recalibrate. You can look around, you can look at each other, you can fix the left and the right. This will be about 30 minutes, this will be about 30 seconds long, so it's not too long. But basically, sort of, uh, the idea is that customers, retailers would come to them and they're here, we can see a heat map of exactly what you look like. What drew your most attention? In this case, it's front and center, not surprising. What they can also do is object-based events. So what are the objects that drew your attention the most? And now they'll turn that on, and you'll see that there's things on the lower shelf, for example, where the speaker got a lot of your attention. So that's the kind of information we can get from actually doing eye tracking rather than just head tracking. You know sort of exactly what you're looking for. So there it is. There's an example of eye tracking analytics. So now this is this is the fastest you've ever interacted with a machine. Yes, exactly. So as quickly as you can look, so it's less than 30 milliseconds. Yes, it's better than a degree accurate. So it's extremely fast and extremely accurate. There's guys to your left, there's guys to your right. So you can turn your head. Yeah. So it's there's, there's something. Yeah. There's definitely a headset drift. I see the white dot. I'm going to switch to another demo real quick. So I'll talk for a second about headset drift. Headset drift is basically the headset moves on your face when you smile or look, look up or you scratch your nose. And because we're doing eye tracking, 
it actually matters where the headset is relative to the face. So feel free to go ahead and look around here. This is just a, an analytics thing. So you can turn your head, you can look around, there's some stuff behind you. So imagine this was just sort of uh, any sort of retail shop that wanted to ship or something. Just look around, yeah, just look around like you would naturally. It's about 30 seconds. Feel free to just notice whatever you want. And then the second part of the demo will start. So this is from a partner company called Cognitive VR. Uh, they do analytics. And there's a heat map of what you've been looking at. So this is kind of where you focus on. Alright, exactly. So we know what you looked at in the order in which you looked at it. They also do object engagement, so they know which objects you looked at. So for example, there are a few objects dead center that are red, a little bit darker. Those are the ones you pay most attention to. And if you look at objects behind you, some might be more red. There you go. So they can apply it to the whole scene or they can apply it to, to specific objects. So that's, that's what analytics are doing. It's just a very sort of quick demo. Let's find a partner in cognitive VR. Go ahead and take the headset off. So hopefully they get you a little bit of taste of should feel accurate. Um, there was a little bit of drift, but just in the same way that we talked to say Siri or Alexa or even sort of the voice recognition, you gotta kind of speak to them a little bit over time as they get used to. The same thing's gonna be true of eye tracking in our future. Everyone's eyes are a little bit different. So the machine is going to take a little bit of time to get used to it. So demoing it for 30 seconds, the headset moved a little bit, there'll be some drift. But that's going to get solved just by the more, more you use it. And the, and the larger eye database that we have to sort of create our drift algorithm from. So that's why you're noticing it got off a little bit, but over time it corrected. So this is uh, powered by the PC, right? Exactly. Just like the HTC Vive okay. or the Oculus Rift, it's a tethered headset. So it needs a VR-ready PC. So it's $600, so we're shipping now. So you can go to www.getfo.com, order one right now. Uh, no, we're only on, uh, on our own retail, retail website. And you get the headset, and you get the positional camera, and you get another face cushion. It's very much like, like the Rift. So it's not like the Vive, which does volumetric positional tracking. Um, it's very much like a single camera IR tracking. We don't have any remote controls. We call this the Fove Zero because it's really for the development community. It's not really for consumers. So it's for, you know, it's for game developers that want eye tracking now rather than waiting for a couple years from now. It's for analytics, so consumer insights companies that want to have that eye tracking information. Out of home, location-based VR internet cafes want it. Enterprise customers want it. So it's really for companies that really want eye tracking data and they want it now, rather than consumers. We support Steam VR. Yeah, so any of the apps that work for uh, the Vibe work for us. But keeping in mind, we don't have WAND support. We just have a USB 360 style controller support. So you know, there's a handful of games that will work for, for us, but we're, we don't have you know an Oculus style home store. It's really about right now the SDK and the development platform. Uh, enterprise are the ones we're seeing an early market for. Yes. Uh, for analytics and remote collaboration, like for example, um, vehicle manufacturers that want to do remote collaboration with designers in, say, Michigan and Australia, they have extraordinarily complicated computer models 
and they want to have a foveated rendering and the depth of field so they can cut down on the process of the rendering power, and they want to know exactly what everyone is looking at so they can do long-term collaboration. So enterprise customers are talking to us as well. So really, those are the early markets that are most interesting. Consumers down the line, uh, really, but like honestly, we're not going to go head to head with uh, Sony, with HTC. Or yeah, we're not going to go to Best Buy and Target and big box retailers. Um, really, we're, we're much more for like the higher uh, developers.